Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Up next, The Truth with Lisa Booth, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Welcome back to The Truth with Lisa Booth. So I have a really fun show for you guys this week. My next guest is hilarious. I'm always retweeting his stuff and laughing to myself as I do. But he's also really thoughtful and he's really smart. The one and only Jesse Kelly. Also, he just moved his talk radio show to Premier Networks. And now it airs weekdays 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern on more than 200 stations nationwide, which is huge. He also has a TV show on the first as well. Look, he's unfiltered. He's unapologetic. He is an outspoken conservative who doesn't mind being provocative or controversial. You'll see what I'm saying. We get into all of it. Vaccines, January 6th, the left wing takeover of our culture and also why Republicans are so cowardly. But more importantly, I ask him the all important question. What's your favorite thing about yourself? And also, the guy's got a super interesting background. He went from the Marine Corps and selling RVs to running for Congress and now a nationwide talk show host. So stay tuned for The Truth with Lisa Booth with Jesse Kelly. So I'm really excited uh, for this next guest. Uh, He cracks me up. I follow him on Twitter. I'm constantly retweeting his stuff. I hope he's retweeting my stuff, too. Otherwise, it's a very one-sided uh, friendship there. <laughs> but uh, Jesse Kelly, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. I am excited you get to have me on, Lisa. <laughs> well, exactly, obviously. So actually, that, that, <laughs> that leads me to my first question for you. You know, What's your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, gosh. Well... I mean, I know you try to keep the podcast under an hour, so I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You know, probably my humility. I would guess beyond anything else. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's something that you know draws me to you, as well as a lot of your Twitter followers. <laughs> that uh, it's the humility. It's the humility that really stands out. So I saw on Twitter you've been married for 15 years. Uh, first of all, how do you make that work? And then second, your wife must be a saint. Well, uh, she is the luckiest woman on earth, for one. So obviously, she knows. She basically struck gold. But honestly, I don't think I don't think I'm the one that's qualified to give anybody relationship advice. I don't think I don't think I'm a good dad, good husband, good radio host, good TV host, any of that. But I will say this: if if young couples are looking for advice, be willing to fight. I see I see a lot of young couples today, Lisa. They'll say things like, "Oh, we never fight." Okay, so who's getting trampled on? Who, who's not communicating? You've got to have a fight every now and then. And I know it sucks 
It feels like the end of the world, but especially early, be willing to have a fight. Stand up for yourself. Work things out. That's the only way things get worked out is a good fight. Well, so like no one gets along all day, every day. Like, all, yeah, I mean, that's just like impossible. It's against human nature. People are going to get on your nerves. Except for you, because you're perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, I obviously get annoyed with her. I couldn't imagine she would ever get annoyed with me. But in all seriousness, you're two different people figuring out who you are, figuring out how you're going to fit together. If I hear the words, we never fight, I automatically think, oh, this thing's doomed. Well, it's also just like a ruse because everyone knows you do. I mean, everyone, you know, so it's just it's like I automatically wouldn't trust that person because I would be like, you're completely inauthentic and you're a liar, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, but most people do that anyway. You know what I mean? You you choose to avoid problems, whether it be in a relationship or otherwise, because confronting them sucks. You know, it's why uh, sometimes people get fat. I mean, you you allow yourself to get too fat. You'll you'll probably eat more while you're upset about getting too fat because you don't want to do the hard things. And I've gone through this, too. I'm not judging anybody. I've gone through this, too. You don't want to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am disgusting. I have to go to the gym now. That's the hard thing. The easiest thing to do is make excuses. I'm too stressed. Blame someone else. The hard thing is to actually do something about it. People don't want to do hard things. It's human nature. That's oh, definitely true. So I feel like you have such an interesting background. So you're you're from Ohio. You're in the Marines. You sold RVs at one point, And now you're in talk radio. You've got a big show. How did you go from all that into talk radio? Oh, I fell backwards into all of it, Lisa. I... I... I take gigantic, oftentimes really, really stupid chances because I have impulse control problems, and almost always it ends in horrific failure, and radio was the one time it actually worked out big time. I'll give everyone the, the, the five-minute version if I, if I can. I'll try to break this down fast. Yeah, go for it. Born Ohio, uh, construction family. That's, that's all my dad did. That's all his dad did. Uh, when I grew up, that's what I was doing. Uh, we moved to Montana when I was 10 just to get out there and, and, and start more construction work out in Montana. My dad wanted to live out west and hunt and fish and whatnot, so packed up the family, moved across the country at 10, graduated in, from Bozeman, Montana, went to college right out of high school because that's what you're supposed to do, Lisa. You know, you're supposed to go to college right out of high school. I got a 0.0 grade point average my first semester. That's a true story. I did not make that up. Had a lot of fun. Uh, didn't do a lot of what you'd call schoolwork, though. Uh, at the end of that year, decided I really needed to probably grow up and improve myself as, as a human a bit. So, again, impulse control problems without telling my parents or a friend or anyone else. I just walked right down to the Marine Corps recruiting office and walked in and signed up that day. Uh, so my folks were furious. They were doubly furious and scared when I signed up for infantry, joined the Marine Corps, ended up going to Iraq. I was uh, uh, in, a, in the Iraq invasion, the beginning of that whole thing. Didn't die, got out, moved to Arizona, went back to doing construction. That's just what I wanted to do. Uh, I was doing a lot of construction work out of town, so I started listening to a lot of books on tape and talk radio and things like that, and this was about the time Obama was running for president. I got really, really mad about that. So once again, impulse control issues, I decide I'm running for U.S. Congress. I've never been involved politically, never ran for anything before, just decided, no, I'm I'm not waiting my turn, I'm not doing this, I'm running. And the establishment Republicans put up some big shot state senator against me in the primary. And I actually ended up being pretty good at running for office. I could give a decent speech. And I kicked his rear end and almost beat Gabrielle Giffords, the one who got shot. I was her Republican opponent, lost to her by 4,000 votes. They had to recount the vote for a week. It was that close. So lost to her, then ran again against her chief of staff who got uh, shot and got creamed. Moved to D.C., did some political stuff for a year. Hated living in that crappy blue environment where everyone's so rude. Quit my job again with no other job and no plan. Uh, Once again, the impulse control things. Drove across the country, Red America really, trying to find work in a place that shared our values. Got clear to Texas, decided, screw it, we'll find work when we get here. Packed up and moved to Texas with no job. Found a job on Craigslist selling RVs. I'd never done that before. Uh, ended up being good at that, too. Uh, they made me a sales manager after a year. They moved me to Houston. They opened up some big store. Got to know nationally syndicated radio host Michael Berry here. He just saw something I put on Twitter and reached out to me, asked if I'd be on his show once. I was. We got to be close friends. And he said, I think you could be really special with TV and or radio if you wanted to give it a shot. 
Once again, I quit my job and just threw myself into it, making stupid two-minute YouTube videos. Ended up getting a 7 o'clock at night radio show for one hour on a local station here. Apparently it killed, so they made it drive time. Then a smaller national syndication company, Key Networks, I'll always love them. They picked me up, put me on like 10, 13 cities. And then the mega, mega, mega uh, syndication network decided this show could be something really big, premier networks, and they just signed me about a month and a half ago, and now I'm on in over 200 cities and have a TV show on the first. So that's my story. Which is pretty huge. And you had said something about how you had moved to Texas, wanting to go someplace with more people that share your values. I know you tweet a lot about balkanizing and you know conservatives sort of moving to red states and, and red areas. Why is that? Well, one is because I've done it, Lisa. I mean, everyone just heard my story. I've done it. And I'm telling you, I lived in D.C. I've lived in these blue areas. I'm telling you, the difference in your quality of life when you live around people who share your values, it's more than I can possibly put into words. I mean, honestly, a million tiny experiences every single day. I live in a place, no, it's not perfect, but people hold doors open for women and old people. People say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. They look you in the eye. If you're if you have a flat tire on the side of the road, people are pulling over. The thing that killed me so much about living in D.C., and I noticed this in blue areas, is honestly manners. I don't care if you go home and vote Democrat. I'd prefer you didn't, but there's just a, a not, not that same sense of community and decency. When you live in a red area, it is a better life. That's one. Two, on a more cynical note, I do not believe our current federal system is salvageable. I think the people who run every one of America's cultural institutions, government, and otherwise despise this country because they've all been through America's education system where they learned how bad the country sucks. And I think the only way we salvage a decent way of life out of this is red people moving to red areas and fortifying them against these scumbags who will eventually come and try to ruin those places. Quick break. Back with Jesse Kelly. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Well, and you talk about, you know, the new right on Twitter, you know, a new Republican Party, a different Republican Party. What is the new right? Like, how would you define it? A new right is a, a much less laissez-faire, live-and-let-live party and a much more aggressive party that plays offense. We have, And I'm a very mind-your-own-business person. I, I live and let live. So this is hard for me, too. It's not like I'm telling people to do something that I love. But the truth is that live and let live, oh, well, that is the exact attitude that allowed these dirty communist scumbags to take over all of our institutions. Well, it's okay. Well, it's about freedom. Well, liberty will be fine. Yeah, they were laughing in our faces. We allowed a tiny minority of people who hate this country. They now educate our kids. They make your movies you watch. They make your music. They run your Federal Bureau of Investigation. They've run your churches now. I lost my own church a year and a half ago after George Floyd died. My pastor gets up from the pulpit and says, well, we all have white privilege. Got up and walked out and left. You only have these scumbags running your cultural institutions because we were not nearly aggressive enough with them and taking care of them. And we allowed them to intimidate us. Oh, you're a racist. They'll make you run and hide under your bed if they accuse you of racism today. No, 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 no. Those, those days are gone. Those days are of, of Republicans running and hiding, or I should say they should be gone. They will be eventually. When they use those words for you, you don't hide. You don't deny it. You don't say, oh, you should see all my black friends. Call them a pedophile. Play offense. Put them on their heels. Make them run. The days of us running have to stop now. Well, that's like, I mean, in, in two, it's like, obviously, Democrats are completely contradictory in their messaging and Republicans just cower. Like, for instance, Joe Biden calling Georgia's election law uh, you know, Jim Crow era suppression while simultaneously saying minorities aren't smart enough or aren't capable to get IDs. It's like, like, no, dude, maybe you're the racist, right? Like, that's a completely racist belief to hold that somehow you don't think minorities are capable of getting IDs. It's like, but then Republicans just sit there and, and take it. And then they're like, oh, no, we're not these things. When Democrats are literally holding viewpoints that are actually racist and belittling to minorities. They are. And, and, and that's really because I don't believe probably Joe Biden is racist at heart. It's just if you're a Democrat, you've gotten so used to the black community going your way that you you, you essentially you, you lost respect for them because you don't have to work for it anymore. So now it allows you to say stupid things like that all the time. I actually don't believe America's communists are racist. I, I don't believe it when Republicans say, well, Democrats are the real racists. No, communists don't care about race at all. They don't, they're not racist, really, against white people or black people or anything else. They just have these various groups. They've learned to mobilize them to achieve more power. They don't care about black people. They don't care about white people. They don't care about women. They don't care about gay people. They don't care about anything but achieving more power and dominating and destroying and infecting every part of our society. That's their real motivation. See, I agree with you on that, but I disagree with you on Joe Biden. I mean, this is a guy who said he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. He said Obama was the first mainstream African-American who was bright, articulate, and clean. He said poor kids could be just as smart as white kids. I mean, this is a guy who has like repeat, repeatedly made incredibly belittling, looking down on black voters and minority voters. So I actually disagree with you on that point. But, you know, you 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 ran in the 2010 election cycle. That was obviously we both know huge midterm cycle for Republicans, major anti-establishment fervor with the Tea Party. I don't know if there's been a time that I can recall besides 2010 where the people in Congress were so disconnected from the base and what the base desired. What do you think that produces for the 2022 midterm elections? I think what we're going to get is we'll get a lot more Republicans elected, but we're going to get a lot of very good Republicans, a better, a more new right style Republicans elected. It won't be all of them, but we're still going to have a bunch of rhino establishment losers who will go there and they'll get bought off in the first 15 minutes and they'll do whatever leadership says because they want the cherry committee assignments. 
but we'll also get a lot of better ones. People undersell how much good the Tea Party movement did with that huge midterm election wave. It ushered into uh, uh, to Congress a lot of very right-thinking people, much more conservative. The House Freedom Caucus really emerged from that. And people have to know these things are slow, but we're heading the right direction in some ways when it comes to changing the Republican Party. It just takes time. I've, I've said this before, and I mean it. Congress is a one gigantic caucus measuring contest. It doesn't matter if you send one good person to Congress. He needs reinforcements. You need 10. You need 20. You need 40. Then you have a big enough caucus that you can actually get done the things you want done. And so that takes time. I think we'll not only win in the midterms, we'll win with better Republicans, but the Republican Party has a long, long, long way to go. So I interviewed Senator Johnson recently. He made a point that kind of made me think I thought was interesting. He had said that we put way too much attention and focus on the federal government and we lose focus of where Democrats fight, which is on the local level. Do you think that's the case? Oh, I know it's the case. That's part of the reason, as you mentioned earlier, I encourage people to balkanize and move to local areas. But I also part of that is balkanize and then run for office. The Democrats have taken over this country and destroyed massive parts of this country, not by winning presidential elections. They've won it by winning the local DA elections, getting on school board and making sure your kid learns about how bad America sucks, getting on state house seats, state senate seats. They care about the non-sexy part of politics because that's where the battle really is. And the problem is on the right, because you're more live and let live, and because people on the right are more either consumed with jobs or family than people on the left, they they say things like, well, I'm not qualified, or I don't have time. No, go run. We We have a Republican Party full of weaklings and losers because our strong people are sitting at home. They They think they're just housewives, or he thinks he's just an accountant. Get your butt out there and run. Yeah, I mean, I do think we need a bunch of different voices in Congress because obviously the country is very diverse, different backgrounds, different careers. And we need people in Congress that understand, you know, various industries and understands people's backgrounds so they can fight on their behalf. But it's like we've got Republic right now. One of my biggest things and it's just like infuriates me. I'm probably sending way too many tweets about it. It's just like constantly going through my mind is all this stuff with the vaccines. I mean, you've got Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader in the Senate, obviously everyone knows who he is. But he's pushing vaccines on everyone, which is completely unaware of the fact that, one, we have people that have already contracted COVID, particularly working people who went out and had to work while people like Mitch McConnell were protected in his home. Uh, And then secondly, it ignores that a lot of people who are young and healthy and COVID's actually not a threat to them. Like, why are Republicans so weak and and so dumb in this particular instance? Oh, well, (laughs) look, Republicans... They always do this. This is what you can bank on with Republicans at all times. They will arrive at the correct position on an issue at the precise moment it becomes too late to do any meaningful good about it. That is a fact on Republicans. They're dead last. They allow the system, they allow the dirty communists to set the narrative all the time. And then as soon as they can't change that narrative, once it's cemented in people's minds, then they come out and find the right position. They'll do the same thing on vaccines eventually. And look, I'm not an anti-vaccine person. Go get a vaccine if you want to get a vaccine. I've chosen not to, not because I'm some anti-vaccine monster. I have a year and a half of data saying as a 40-year-old man who's not obese, I am not at danger from coronavirus. I, I have no idea how we lost the plot so much that we now believe we have to mass vaccinate people for diseases that they're not at risk for. When did that become... A thing. When do we rewrite all the rules of medicine? Vaccine, vaccinate kids and, and mask up kids. As if we don't have data in front of us showing coronavirus is not a danger to kids. It's a danger to old people and fat people. Okay, so let's protect them. Let's do what we can to treat them and protect them. Let's stop pretending like this virus is going to wipe out all of humanity. I, I totally agree. And and also you're asking, I mean, we still have a lot of questions about the vaccine. There's been heart issues raised for uh, children and teenagers. There's questions about women and fertility. Also, they're studying pregnant women getting the vaccine. So it's not like we have all the information about the vaccine. It's not even FDA approved. I think it's just common sense to be raising questions, uh, you know, particularly when we have a CDC that is issuing guidelines and not even releasing the underlying data behind it. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. I mean, if you... If but, you but, but, they're, but they're worried about misinformation. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, if, if you trust this vaccine, imagine, Lisa, imagine being the type of person who trusts everything the CDC says at this point in time. That person is beyond help. There is no helping that person. You can't, 
you can't just wander through life assuming the people in power, assuming the people in charge of this country have your best interest at heart. None of these people do. They cram this thing out that fast. Okay, that's fine. That's a modern medical miracle, all these things. But it also means they don't know the long-term effects. And don't tell me they do because there hasn't been a long-term. They have no idea. And look, it's something people complain about getting very, very sick after they take it. That's another reason I'm, get, I'm not getting it. Well, I have a fever for two days and I was vomiting. Okay, would you just let somebody plunge a needle into you that gave you a fever and made you vomit and you're totally comfortable with that? I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not doing that. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I think that's what's uh, ridiculous. And then, too, like, I mean, you've got to ask questions because we've got Pfizer said that they're expecting to sell nearly $34 billion worth of vaccines this year. They're going to sell billions more, obviously, if people get boosters. And Pfizer is suggesting that people get boosters. I mean, it sort of it, it does beg the question, is that because it's in people's interests or because it's in their financial interests? Oh, Lisa, why would Pfizer, why would they lie to us? Just go buy more Pfizer vaccines. And of course, you're going to need Pfizer booster shots every six months. And then I don't understand why, why people wouldn't just trust that. I mean, by the way, also, you definitely should listen to the Jesse Kelly show all day, every day, or you'll die. That, of course, is not me being self-interested at all. I'm so tired of this. You can't trust anyone anymore, Lisa. I don't trust Pfizer. I don't trust the government. I don't trust Joe Biden. I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust any of them. And you shouldn't at, at this point. If you're still trusting these people, including Pfizer, you're crazy. And that this is what they're going to do, Lisa. They're already putting out things now. Well, it's only uh, 84% effective after six months. And, and you're, you're going to start seeing these slow, steady leaks out there. Maybe we could just wait until we have one we know works all the time and works for long term. Not that I want to do something crazy like be slow and sober and logical and slow roll this thing. Let's just mass panic and push everything out as fast as possible. Uh, it's completely ridiculous. And I think what's hilarious, well, like Pfizer should just be like out selling T-shirts and hats and stuff as well. But like, and, and then it's like what's hilarious is you've got people like Fauci being like an attack on Fauci is an attack on science. Like, no, it's an attack on you because you're a liar and you've repeatedly lied to people. And by the way, you probably funded the very thing that led to this pandemic in the first place. So it's like, go fly a kite, dude. Oh, uh, well, look, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, Lisa. We've been lied to the whole time. They lied. They, they panicked. First they panicked. Then they lied. I, and don't tell me they didn't lie. It was 15 days to slow the spread, and then it was, oh, wait, maybe 30 days. Okay, Easter. Remember Easter, Lisa? That was fun. Easter. Um, okay, now, now we can't do anything. Everyone will die. We have to wait till the vaccine. Okay, we have a vaccine. Now, now the percentages aren't high enough. Sorry, we need more vaccines and more vaccines. Oh, whoop, the vaccine's not working. Now you need a booster shot. Are people finally starting to figure out that all this has become a massive power and money grab for the people who already had it, and that none of these people, none of these people are looking at the new power they have and saying, wow, I wish I could give this back. That's not human nature. That's not how politicians work. Not a single one of these jerk-off mayors across America who pointed at small businesses and said, close or I'll send the cops. Not one of them has had a moment at home at night saying, wow. I guess I'm kind of a tyrant. I feel bad. They all feel good. All these elected people are all lifelong goobers who've never had any success, never kissed a pretty girl, and now they're all in positions of power. That's what they are, and they all love it. Well, and isn't the proof in how many of these left-wing politicians who have defied their own orders? Because if their orders were so necessary, why are they defying them, including people like Dr. Burks? who told people to not see their families for Thanksgiving and then goes and does the opposite. Or you've got the mayor of Denver telling people to not see their families, I think also for, for Thanksgiving, jumps on a plane like 30 minutes later. Uh, you know, Newsom's out dining at French Laundry with like a bunch of people, right? So it's like if, if, if their mandates actually were for impact, then why wouldn't they be following? Wouldn't they be following them? <laughs> Exactly. Well, like I always say, none of the people telling you to worry about coronavirus are actually worried about coronavirus. And you just brought up a few examples, Lisa. We could take up the entire podcast of all the examples, Cuomo, Pelosi, all the examples of people caught red-handed violating the things they told you you have to do. And it doesn't say that they, it doesn't show that these people are hypocrites. I mean, they are, but they're politicians. And let's be honest, we're all hypocrites to some extent. It shows they're not worried about coronavirus. 
Nancy Pelosi didn't go to that salon with no mask because she's a hypocrite. She went because she's not worried about getting coronavirus. Gavin Newsom isn't worried about getting coronavirus. Dr. Burks isn't worried about her or her family getting coronavirus. So if none of them are worried about getting coronavirus, Lisa, why are they insisting you and I panic over getting coronavirus? Almost seems odd, no? What percentage of the population do you think sees this for what it is? Uh, 50. I would say 50. This is the problem. The, the problem is unless you're actively seeking out right-wing information now, you don't actually have any way to access information other than the lies the system tells you. When you think about it, when they control all of the culture, and they do. I, I brought it up earlier. I called it the system. They control every single cultural pillar we have including churches and everything else. They control it all now. When you have that level of control, what it allows you to do is make up complete lies out of nothing. They don't even have to be half-truths. You can make up complete lies now, and no other cultural pillar will call you out on that lie, so you can say anything you want. Joe Biden could get up uh, today and give a speech saying, the sky is green. And you or I, Lisa, we'd look up at the sky and be like, what are you talking about? Is this guy out of his mind? But the next day, every media outlet would be running stories about, wow, I can't believe this guy's actually green. We didn't know it. There'd be movies with green sky. Your kids would be learning about the green sky in school. Your pastor would get up there on Sunday and say, God gave us a beautiful green sky. And over and over and over again, and eventually half the population believes an absolute lie you can see with your eyes is a lie is actually the truth. And that's what they do. Well, no, I mean, Joe Biden could say, I want you to do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. And people would be like, we have to do the hokey pokey and turn ourselves around. But I, but I have... I have anecdotally met some people recently that were former Democrats or whose minds have been completely changed throughout COVID because they sort of see the corruption, they see the lies, they see the misinformation. So, you know, my hope is that some eyes are being opened. But, you know, so we have New York uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio, who's obviously terrible, but he was on MSNBC the other day saying that, look, we've tried voluntary, quote unquote, we've tried voluntary regarding vaccines. And the voluntary phase is over. How bad is this going to get? And, and where does that go? Where does that head? I don't think people really want to know. I, I mean, to be honest, Lisa, this is what's happening. They're on this vaccine push. Obviously, Pfizer and all that's part of it. But they're on this vaccine push. They're not going to get to a place where they say we've pushed too far because communists have never gotten to that place. Even once communists take over everything, then they just turn on themselves and start killing other communists. These people aren't about to get to a place where they're like, all right, you know, we've pushed the vaccines as far as we can get. This is going to start going into the military. There's absolutely going to be a mandate for the military. It's going to start leaking into several private businesses who don't even want to do a vaccine mandate because insurance companies, they're going to start pressing the insurance companies on this next. These people aren't going to back off. And when de Blasio says things like the volunteer phase is over, I want everyone to understand these people are communists. I'm not saying that just to say it. They're, most of them are cultural Marxists, which are different than the class system types, but they are communists. Bill de Blasio would, without hesitation, take you and your family and send you off to a slave labor camp and work you to death tonight if he thought he could get away with it here in the United States of America. That's how these people think. You better understand that or you're never going to be able to take them all. Quick commercial break. Back with Jesse Kelly. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So to your point about communism, so the CDC director, who is also a moron, I, I, there's, you know, obviously a lot of morons involved here who are leading our country and giving us advice, clearly, or we wouldn't be in this situation to begin with and we would have never locked down. But anyways, so she recently suggested that European style passports uh, might be the future here in the United States. How is that different than communist China's social credit system? It's not different at all. What have we done at all that's different with any kind of than China at all, Lisa? Let's see, China. I remember when coronavirus first broke out over there, they were forcing their citizens to do a bunch of stuff, including locking them in their homes. And we Americans looked over and said, "Man, look at those dirty ch- Chinese communist scum locking people away. That is horrific." I'm glad we live in the land of the free. And coronavirus hit our shores for about 15 minutes, and they made everybody go home. They were arresting people for paddleboarding by themselves in the ocean in California, sending out cop boats and things like that, and frog marching people off the beaches. These people are the same. I'm trying to explain to people they're the same. They view the population, our government, our, 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 all of our cultural institutions, they view the average citizen the exact same way the communist Chinese government views their average, average citizens. Not as an individual, not as a unique person with rights. You are simply a cog in the wheel. You exist to serve the system. As long as you serve the system, you'll be treated well. As long as you do what the system says, you'll be treated well. The second you stop being of use to the system or start rebelling a little bit, you will be purged. That's how these people look at the population. But why do you think more conservatives like, you know, Mitch McConnell can't seem to see this? Oh, he can see it. He's part of it. He, he can absolutely see it. So much of the Republican Party has become the controlled opposition. Look, the truth of the matter is, if you're already knee-deep in the system, like someone like McConnell is, why do you want it to change? Does Mitch McConnell's life change at all if he's minority leader or majority leader? He's still living a life of steak dinners and private jets and private security, and it doesn't matter if inflation hits. He's a millionaire several times over. Mitch McConnell couldn't care less what the average person goes through because he's part of the system. That's what makes it so difficult. People on the right still think the Republican Party is coming to save them. The Republican Party is half the problem. Half these people enable it. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. And, and I think that this problem has come to light even more, particularly throughout the Trump administration and looking at things like you know impeachment. I mean, you literally had people like Maxine Waters voting to impeach President Trump for some of the exact same things that she has said and done. So, I mean, it, it's all just hypocrisy. Uh, beyond belief. And and we know that, but a lot of Republicans just don't seem to care. I mean, you take January 6th, for example, you've got Democrats who sat there and defended the riots we saw during the summer or Antifa literally locking federal agents into a courthouse trying to set the courthouse on fire. So that's fine. Or they can say the 2016 election was stolen, which Nancy Pelosi has said, Adam Schiff has said, but, uh, you know, but January 6th is domestic terrorism and their viewpoint. Oh, well, let's be honest about January 6th. I think everyone has to accept something here. When I said earlier in your show that the communists don't care about race and things like that, 
understand they don't care about anything but communism. They don't care about January 6th either. They, 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 January 6th doesn't bother them at all. They, wouldn't, they actually wouldn't care because they don't view human life as being valuable. They wouldn't have cared if a thousand people died on January 6th. They only keep bringing up January 6th because they're trying to weaponize the forces of government against their political opponents. Every single time you see anybody in the media or, or these politicians bring it up, just know that's what they're trying to do. They're not scared about that day. They don't think it was a dangerous coup that almost took over the government. They're trying to make sure the Department of Justice, the FBI, the ATF, and the other government enforcement arms are solidified in their thinking that the right is actually the enemy of the United States of America. These people, without hesitation, without hesitation, Nancy Pelosi would send an FBI agent to your door and throw you in prison for wanting to own a firearm if she thought she could get away with it. They're always working towards that goal. This is just simply a, a helpful step for them in working towards that goal. Well, and it's recently come to light and even mainstream reporters have reported on the fact that the FBI, you know, they're essentially the drivers behind that, you know, plot to kidnap Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmore in Michigan. What role do you think the FBI played in January 6th? I don't know. I know the same rumors you hear. Uh, I, I personally believe the FBI plays a huge role in 90% of the, quote, right-wing domestic terrorism out here. We, like you just brought up, Whitmer, I mean, that was all the FBI. They were involved in planning it. FBI informants planned to kidnap and assassinate a governor, and then they busted the whole plot, and the news ran with it, acting like there was a bunch of dangerous right-wing assassins out there. Oh, I believe FBI and Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter were all involved in January 6th. We have people arrested from those groups there. So I think it was a day that people were mad anyway. All you need is a few agitators in a group to get something to go out of hand. I think the thing still was obviously quite peaceful, as we've seen from video after video after video. The only person killed that day was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by an officer. We still don't know his name. But it was something they knew they could use. They could make it into something gigantic. And back to Republicans never getting to the right place on an issue, they're still not at the right place on this one. Not only did they help set the issue that day about this dangerous insurrection and this sad day for America, they're still out there saying things way off message. I saw him yesterday saying, well, I mean, January 6th, sure, it was terrible, almost the end of the world, but it was Nancy Pelosi's fault. Gosh, that's such a loser Republican thing to say. That's why we need a new right who plays offense. Well, and it's also, if the federal government actually thought it was domestic terrorist, terrorism, then why aren't they charging them as terrorists? Because they're not. I mean, they're getting them on different charges, but they're not actually charging them as domestic terrorists. And you would think Republicans could at least approach it from the point of like, okay, yeah, we saw some people engaging in you know violence or you know against police officers, but then there's tons of video of people just walking around with the police or with Capitol Police just watching them. And so, like, how can you not at the very least defend those people who, you know, thought they weren't doing anything wrong because the police are just sitting there watching them walk around? Well, Lisa, how could they possibly defend any of those people or any of that when that means they'll have to wake up to a couple mean headlines in D.C. political websites the next day? I mean, what man could possibly stand up against that kind of scrutiny? And that's what all these Republicans are really about. They're all about fluffy headlines. They all get to D.C. and they want to be one of the, quote, good Republicans. I'm not one of those mean right-wing nutjobs. See, I'm one of the nice, reasonable ones. Just be nice to me and say nice things about me instead of doing what they should do, show up to D.C. and treat all those people like crap because they're the enemy. And unless they hate your guts, you suck. That should be the ultimate barometer for every Republican in this country. Unless they hate your guts, unless they talk about you like you are the Antichrist, you are a loser who's not doing any good. Well, and what they don't understand is they're going to do that anyways, too, because <laughs> if you hold any beliefs that are opposite of, you know, mainstream America and the left, that they're going to accuse you of things regardless. I mean, they called Mitt Romney a sexist and they, you know, so it's, it, it doesn't matter even if you do their bidding and you go along with them, they're still going to condemn you. But I think what Republicans also fail to see and like President Trump was good at this in the sense of like, I remember, I think it was this like his first main interview he did with David Muir of ABC. And he was like, oh, yeah, and the Women's March. What about the Women's March? You know, and then Trump was like, well, yeah, but we also have right for life. But you don't cover that, do you? Like, why don't you cover it? And he like just completely turned the tables on him and his face went red because he was so not used to Republicans like rejecting false premises. You know, like if someone asked 
President Trump something he thought was stupid, he'd just be like, next question. Like, that's what Republicans need to do. They need to dismiss, like, these BS narratives from the get-go and push back. And I actually think they'd be in a much stronger position from a messaging standpoint. But for whatever reason, you know, they're too, uh, they're too dumb to see it. They're way too dumb to see it, and they're too weak to see it. You're 100% right, too, Lisa. They don't ever you, – you don't ever answer the question that's asked. You talk about what you want to talk about and nothing else. Why? Because that reporter is not a reporter. That reporter is the communication wing of the Communist Party here in America. You treat that reporter like the enemy because that reporter is the enemy. But Republicans are constantly playing the Democrats' game on the Democrats' field with the Democrats' referees enforcing the rules the Democrats made, and then they wonder why they come out on the losing end of it every single time why don't you start choosing the field of battle but they don't well and we saw recently just to switch topics here changes made to the draft in the recent defense budget to require women to register for the draft uh you know look you're you're a former marine what does that mean for our military it's a disgrace it's a disgrace that a country where 100, that has 150 million men even has women in these frontline combat units or on naval vessels at all, let alone drafting them. We're not Israel. We're not a country of 8 million people surrounded by our enemies. There are plenty of able-bodied men in this country. Women and men are not equal. They're not. Women are weaker than men, physically. I don't know why that's radical. Nobody's equal. Men aren't equal to other men. This concept of equality is absurd. Women aren't as good in the military because they don't have the lungs, they don't have the hips, they don't have the muscle capacity, they don't have the knees, they don't have the shoulders. That's how God made them. That's not bad. It's just different. Like, wh- Why would they want a weaker military? Well, they, they don't necessarily – it's not that the communists want a weaker military. They want a military that's wholly subservient to them and them alone, like they always have. It's not just the Soviet Union that had political officers in the military. It's one of the first things the communists did, send political officers into every military unit and make sure your people and only your people are running that unit. When they do all these insane things that don't make any sense to people like you and me, they know they don't make sense. But what they're doing is they're soft purging the military. Yeah, you're filling up the military with a bunch of people who are, who are you know, more, more going to lean Democrat now anyway, but you're also forcing out the type A alpha males who actually win wars and who don't believe in what you're doing. You're forcing them out because these guys are leaving. I still know so many of these guys. They're putting in their paper. They're retiring in droves. They're not reenlisting. They didn't join the Marines or, or Green Berets or anything like that so they can learn about how evil they are because they're white, so they can learn about how oppressed women are. They joined to fight for the United States of America, and they're walking away. These are talented men. They have other options. They're not going to stay. So what you'll see is a slow, steady just decline of the military. Yeah, it'll be a decline, but at the end, you're going to have a wholly, wholly loyal to the Democratic Party military, and that's the idea. Is that why they're pushing things like critical race theory or why they want vaccine mandates, mandates in the military to sort of further purge the military of people? Of course. I, you should see my emails, Lisa. They fill up every day because I talk about this a lot with currently serving people, and these are you know the frontline guys. And they're saying the things to me like, Jesse, I'm out. Jesse, I'm done. I'm not learning about this anymore. I'm done. I'm out. Well, I, one, I support that guy. You, you choose to live your life how you want. So he leaves, yes, but he's going to be replaced. And he's going to be replaced by a much more compliant little lemming who toes the party line and does what he's told. And eventually you'll have a military filled with just those people that's just another enforcement arm of the Democratic Party. Very similar to what happened with the FBI. The FBI is gone for the exact same reason. Well, and we've seen an increasing, uh, increasingly political military as well. I mean, we've seen top brass take aim at people like Tucker Carlson, weigh in on political issues where they haven't before. Uh, where does that lead? We all know where it leads. We, we know exactly where all this stuff ends. You don't have to look far. Look at Soviet. Look at Soviet Russia back in the day. I'm not trying to be extreme. That's where it ends. That's why you want the military so bad if you're a communist, because you know you must have enforcement. You must have a physical enforcement arm that's stronger than what your opponent can have. The communists have never needed the numbers. They've never had the numbers. They've never once come to power with a majority of the population supporting them. What they've always done really, really well, and they're doing it here as well, is they've realized you just need the right numbers. You need the right people in the right locations. And an important part of completely ruining a nation and taking it over and doing whatever you want with it is the military. Why? They have all the guns. Is it too late? Uh, probably. 
but that doesn't that's not uh, that sounds too bad yes it's probably too late to save the america as we know it we just got too rich fat bored and decadent and we couldn't keep these worms out of out of positions of leadership but we still have a massive armed population there are still tens and tens and tens of millions of people who think just like you and i do you have plenty of arms you have plenty of people i do believe i really believe this i i'm not joking when i say it i believe the country will just simply break up at one point that is the history of the world as countries breaking up we're going to have people continue to balkanize anyway they're going to move to places where that, that share their values, and we're just simply going to grow apart. And the fact that we are so armed means we are more protected than other places who didn't have that. And that's where the really, really horrible gulag stuff happened. Uh, and before we go, I, I know you got to get to work. Uh, where can people listen to your radio show? If you just go to jessekellyshow.com, you can put in your uh, area code or zip code, I'm sorry, and you can find out which local station carries the show. And then my TV show's on the first TV every night at 9 p.m. Eastern after I'm off the air. And thank you so much, Lisa. It's been awesome. Yeah, and congrats on both. That's huge. So really happy for you. Appreciate you. I want to thank Jesse Kelly again for such a fun show. Sometimes it's just really fun to, you know, laugh around, but also talk about some of these really serious issues as well. But more importantly, I want to thank you at home for listening. You make this show happen, and I'm so appreciative of your time and just taking the time to listen to the show. And if you enjoyed today's show and you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts as well. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at at Lisa Marie Booth. And I also want to thank our team who make this show happen. Producer John Cassio, writer Aaron Kliegman, researcher Isabella McMahon, and our executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 network and team. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.